Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are your hosts, past WFCA president and associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle, and the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show presented by Pella. Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Tom Swiddle. We are joined by two head football coaches in this area, Matt Kern from New Berlin-Eisenhower, and Joel Nellis. Not only is he the head football coach at Berg Central, but he's an author. The name of the book is Walk On This Way, the ongoing legacy of the Wisconsin football walk-on tradition. It is available on Amazon.com. And... Uh, Joel, uh, I'm, I think I should probably get 15 cents every time one of those sells in the next hour or something like that. That would, that would take about all my profit on the book at this point. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, I, I'm reading about it, and what I, I'm going to pick the book up. What a great um, message that you guys have, the three authors, and one is Jim Leonard, who's the, you know, the defensive coordinator at Wisconsin, but um, writing that book, what, there, there had to be some great stories about what it was like and, and the tradition of being a walk-on up at Wisconsin. Yeah, I think that, you know, I look at, uh, for those that don't know, I, you know, I played, I earned a scholarship my last years, really only played my last year, you know, so I don't, I contributed in some meaningful fashion to the football program, but I kind of felt like this project was a way to really, um, you know, give back and to kind of cement the legacy of, of this program. And a lot of people will talk about other great walk-on universities, but to me, Wisconsin is the second to none. And uh, the stories that are there from guys that contributed in so many different ways, um, it was all just so neat to hear that really it's, it was a consistency. And I guess I'll give the credit to the football, the, the head coaches and the other coaches that, you know, sort of the expectation that if you if you found a way to get on the field, regardless of whether you were, um, you know, walk on or not, you could earn time. And I think it's just great that that condition that tradition continues. Um, and really, you know, if guys are going to continue to walk on. That's if you were to read it, you know, it's kind of a blueprint of of what you should do and and how you can make it. And I guess I would say it should be a credit to the scholarship guys might want to read it also because <laughs> all those guys get their jobs taken by guys that are just willing to work harder and, and do more and never, never give up. So, um, yeah, it's been cool to see that it's still, you know, is relevant and we look forward as the walk-on tradition continues to, you know, continue to build on it and maybe, 
you know, do some revisions in the in the upcoming years. Hey, hey, Tom, and and, and I'm certainly going to ask you the same question, Matt. You know, we're, we're supposed to be talking youth football in this segment, but when you hear Joel Nellis talk about writing that book, and you know, he said, "Look, I I, I only got in the field my my last year, but the life lessons that he learned." about you know about life itself about being a good teammate about being part of a program all of that stuff that we try to start in kids heads and minds and hearts at the in the youth football part of what what we try to do and youth youth sports for that matter and Tom I'll ask you this when you hear Joel Nellis talk about that and writing this book and all the lessons that I think are being taught to as kids grow up in, into you know being men and, and husbands and, and and good employees but it all starts I think at that youth sports and youth football um, part of our lives don't you I do, and you know my philosophy has always been. And I started the youth football program at Wauwatosa East and ran years. And uh, when I went over to Brookfield East, uh, you know, took over that youth program. And and you know, you, you just you want to provide an opportunity where kids learn football, learn how to block, learn how to tackle. But at the same time, you want these individuals coming back every year to you know say you know this is this isn't fun or whatever the case may be so I think as you're saying Mike in, in youth football part of the job is to make every player um, you know or have every player know that they are going to play you get them on the field and you, you teach them what it's work hard and to be a good teammate and to listen and cooperate and all those things. And those are lifelong lessons that I, I really think you learn, well, you learn in all ath, uh, athletic pursuits, but especially in football that, uh, and youth football is the foundation for, for a lot of that. Hey, I'm Matt Kern, head football coach in Berlin Eisenhower, kind of the same question. And, and, you know, we've had this conversation um, a number of times and, and you understand all the life lessons that kids learn, but our, our numbers are dwindling a little bit. And I think when you guys decided, especially at the really young level, to co-op a little bit with uh, with New Berlin West, and I think that's that was a big and a really good move, but a big move for you guys. Um, as I'm looking through this book that Joel Nellis wrote, I think that that that's where it starts with with guys like you that are that understand the importance of kids playing football in a team sport at an early age and try to make sure that kids have fun, have some success and and come out the next year. Yeah, I mean, I think in the conversations Joel and I have had about about where this youth football conversation is going. You know, that's kind of where it starts is just how do we grow numbers? How do we keep kids interested in the sport? I mean, we've had challenges here in front of us the last several years prior to anything related to COVID-19. So now this has just added more to it. So, um, you know, I, yeah, I, I think, I think numbers is going to continue to be a challenge for all of us. Um, and I think that's the whole idea of the conversation is just how do we get ahead of the curve on some of these things and, and really try to take a leadership role in making sure that we're growing the sport and keeping it healthy for the long term. Hey, Matt, can um, follow up question to that. The, the success that you've had, when, when, when parents come to you and say, hey, look, I'm not sure if I, you know, I'm comfortable having my son who's in third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade play football because some of the things that, that I've heard about, and that's one of the reasons this show started, is because Coach Whittle walked in and said, 
look, I believe. He goes, might just be me, but I believe football's never been safer. And kids, the lessons that we learn, it's just a, a very important part. Um, when parents come to you and say that, uh, Coach Kern, what, what what is your answer to that? Well, we do emphasize the what, like what Coach Swiddle said, as far as the game never being safer. I mean, I know that it comes across as a cliche, but it's really true. I mean, we talk about the difference in what a football practice looks like today compared to what it looked like um, maybe another era in in the past when when it was all full padded practices and constant tackling and hitting. Uh, you know, the improvement in equipment, the improvement in coaching terms of understanding uh, how to develop players without constantly um, banging helmets together at practice every day uh, and, and just you know how the game itself has changed in terms of how it's officiated and the style of play so I mean I, I think data I mean we've we've been fortunate that we we really have not had a lot of major injuries that's head injuries or otherwise throughout our program the last several years and you know we try to collect that data and just to show that um, you know, you're never going to take risk fully out of the game, but, you know, we've taken a, about as much out of it as we possibly could. Um, Coach Swiddle, same same question for you. You know, you've been uh, been doing this for a while, and when you get asked that question uh, regarding, look, my, my son has never played football. He's in fourth grade, and he keeps asking us to play. Uh, can you help us with making that decision whether to let him play or not? Where do you go with that? Tom? Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. My app that I'm using, it breaks up on occasion. No, that's okay. Yeah, no, no. You know, you, you have to paint, you have to be truthful about, you know, football. And, um, you know, football isn't for everybody. I have learned that. But I, I would say that the average can handle football. And when you have questions, I don't know if we should or shouldn't, the only thing that I say is give it a shot, give it a chance. You know, try it for two weeks, and after two weeks, if, if it's just not something your son wants to do, then then don't. But at least give it a shot. And for me, the, the big step is, is individuals who are concerned that don't know whether or not, you know, they should let their son play is, you know, give it a shot. Just, just give it a chance. Otherwise, you just never know. Right. So that would be my, the way I handle those situations. And, you know, Tom, I can't, and, and Coach Nellis and Coach Kern, I can't tell you the amount of, of people that I've met, you know, men, that grown men now, 25 and up, that, that have said, you know, one of my biggest regrets is not playing high school football. Um, I, I played youth programs. I got in, into high school, and, you know, I started looking at the girls over there, or I started thinking, oh, I don't want to go to practice every day. And the amount of people that have come up to me and said that, or they said, you know what, I, I'm still upset. My mom and dad both said, absolutely not, you're not going to play. And all my friends were playing. And, and they had a great time, and that's all they talk about was, you know, our junior, senior year, how fun it was playing football, and I didn't get a chance to – they never allowed me to even attempt it to see if I liked it or not. And I think that that's important for as, – as parents and grandparents that when your, your son says, hey, all my friends are playing, I'd like to at least try it, I think, Tom, that was a really good message. Let them try it and see what they think, if they like it or not. Um, Joel Nellis, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate uh, the time. And, and Matt Kern, um, last question for you, Joel. When, when you look at the numbers in, at, in the Brookfield area of the kids playing football, 
Um, are there are there things that you have thought of or worked with other coaches that you you can utilize to get more parents and more kids interested in in giving youth football a shot in Brookfield? Yeah, I think that for us, I, I don't think there's a you know the, the thing for me at the high school level that I'm trying to to work through is in like Matt and I have discussed. There's a lot of different different issues in different communities. I guess the different different opportunities, and I think the one thing for us, we have a pretty strong park or park and rec football program um but none of those kids wear lancer or even spartan jerseys and so i think that the biggest thing that we can do is start to get kids to associate with both of our programs earlier on and maybe look at you know having program uh the culture that hey these kids because right now there's not a ton of kids that track from the park and rec program into our junior program begin the and our park and rec program continues through our even our seventh and eighth graders so you know, when I when I lived in McGuanago for a time, um, you know, it actually stopped in fourth grade. Um, and then the only opportunity you had to play football was was through the junior program. And and again, we've looked at some different solutions. We've added a padded flag at a, at a younger age, so kids aren't going to be tackling and hitting until sixth grade. Um, but I look at you know, I think the biggest thing it certainly isn't a lack of success on either of our part. And I would argue the statement for Matt in New Berlin. Uh, our programs are all very successful. Um, and so we just need to find kids and really attach kids to, hey, you're going to be, you know, a part of the Lancer football program, even starting in park and rec or even starting for flag football. You're going to be part of the junior Spartan program. And I think getting kids to buy into that culture and knowing where you're trending to. And, and the one thing I'll echo kind of what you said um, was that, you know, the reason that all these people have their regrets about not playing high school football is because you don't get to play padded football when you're grownups. You know, we don't we don't call each other on the weekend and say, hey, let's go let's go play let's go play some padded football together. You know, that's right. that's not something that happens. We don't get together and go eleven on eleven. So, I think that there is an urgency of time. You know, we all want to we all know how valuable their youth years are, but for football, it's you know we can all go play basketball together. We can all go play baseball together. We can continue to play on into our as long as we want. You know, but football, and especially in the padded variety, has only a limited window of time. Um, and it's very forgiving in terms of age. So the, you know, we don't need to specialize too early because all of our kids probably play other sports anyway. So you know, I think the more we can continue to build that culture of we're getting into our high school program and we can see ourselves on Friday nights, I think the better off, I think the better off everyone will be. Well, that's great. That's really good advice. He is Joel Nellis. He's a head football coach at Brookfield Central, also an author. Um, walk on this way. I can just read one review that I really liked. It's always exciting to see the underdog achieve their dreams, but it's even better when it's nonfiction. This is a great book. So it's available on Amazon.com. It's called Walk on This Way. Joel, thank you very much. Matt Kern, head football coach in Berlin Eisenhower, thank you so much for your time. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, two first-year head coaches are going to join us, and we'll spend two segments with them talking a little bit about not only first-year head coach, that's a big change for these guys, but now all of a sudden, you know, COVID-19 and they got to figure out how to how to get all this stuff done. And we'll find out how they're doing on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin 
I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Tom Swiddle, associate head coach at Heartland Arrowhead. Hey, Tom, the, our next two guests, man, you remember the for your first year as a head uh, varsity football coach? I sure do. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember the big step it is? You know, basketball we talk about sliding over eight to 12, 12 inches, or a little bit bigger for some of us. But changing over from an assistant coach to a head coach, um, it's eye opening. You know, there's a lot of things that outside of practice schedules and 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 playing the game that that you have to get ready for. And I'm wondering for you that first year. Uh, how hard was that for you to kind of get the template that you've probably used now for years, but that first year was a big change? It, it certainly was. And I, I just remember thinking I was prepared and found out I wasn't at all. And what really exasperated it for me, that was back in the conference, which was, you know, the Catholic schools and Milwaukee Lutheran. And I'm coaching against guys like Dick Basham and Bill Young and, you know, Jim Haluska <laughs> and, you know, other great coaches in that league. And I was only 25 years old. And, and I just, I found out that I, I just didn't have what they had yet, you know, and experience. And I think it gave me a foundation for, you know, things that I did later on for sure. Hey, Tom, I had a discussion with a young man that, uh, that I coached in basketball who has put his name in the hat. Uh, he's been an assistant coach now for years, but he put his hat uh, name in the hat uh, to be a head coach uh, here in this area. And I, I talked to him and, and I said, look, one of the things that I would really recommend is that you call three, four, five guys that are head basketball coaches in this area that you know, and you know all these guys, and, and get them a cup of coffee or do a Zoom meeting and just ask some of these older guys, you know, what do I need to be ready for? What what do you think that I need to be prepared for? And our guests here, I would recommend to this to them the same. The new head football coach at Vincent High School is Coach Greg Love. Hey, Coach, how you doing? I'm doing well, Big Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah you bet. Thanks for your time. And and uh, also Sam Logie, head football coach at Oconomowoc. Sal, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, um, Sal, I'm going to start with you. You know, that the, the direction and the advice that I gave that, that young man that I talked to about, look, you, you, we're going to want to reach out to some of the veteran guys that have been around for a bit and have been head coaches for a while. Um, your feeling on, on, on that advice, I think uh, if he does that, he's going to learn some really valuable lessons. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's such a process. It's been over the years, and I've been really fortunate, you know, to take advantage of that type of advice. And, uh, you know, back when I got started, I was, it was with Coach Vitale at Menominee Falls. and I was fortunate to work with Coach Lang at Brookfield Central and then uh, Coach Mauling. So I, I 100% agree. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot is thrown at you, especially, especially year one, especially and, this year. And, and, hey, Sal, when, when, uh, when Coach Swiddle talked about the guys, that, you know, the Bashams and, and the Bill Youngs of the world, Man, at Oconomowoc, pretty similar. You're getting thrown in. You know, you're, that conference that you're in, man, it's, it's the best high school football conference in the state of Wisconsin. And if you're going to be the head coach in that conference, you might as well just, here we go, get after it, right? Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, if I'm fortunate for myself, you know, I've been in the conference for the past seven or, seven or eight years. And, and yeah, you just, it's, it's, it's very unforgiving. Um, if, if you don't come prepared, it, it, it typically does not end well. 
But, it, uh, it, you know, that's, that's the competitive part of it. Hey, Coach Greg Love, can we talk a little bit about your background and how long you've been coaching? And, and you know, congratulations on getting the job at Milwaukee Vincent. Appreciate it, Mike. Um, yeah, I've been coaching uh, high school football since uh, 2000. I started at uh, uh, Rufus King High School in 2000 under Coach uh, Terry Evans. So, yep, I've been uh, coaching with my current offensive coordinator, uh, Duke Betcher. We've been together since '02. So, I also have some um, some really good mentors. Um, I'm in the city, and some of the better some of the better coaches in the city, or the best coaches in the city, I poached under uh, Tom Wozniak and Pat Wagner. Uh, also, the defensive coordinator over at Reagan, uh, uh, Brent Scott. So some of the better coaches I've I've actually uh, learned under. So I've hey. I've been fortunate in that regard. Boy, Coach, love the you know the guys that you just mentioned. Um, the, those in in the city and I don't in the state of Wisconsin. You know, those are guys that that do it right and and have figured this thing out. And boy, those those are really good names and 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 guys that I, I hope you learned a lot from. Um, I had a chance to uh, to come up and see the new facility at Milwaukee Vincent, and it's what a beautiful facility you have for these kids to be able to play high school football um, compared to I think what what you had in the past. This facility just when I walked on that field, I thought, man, this would be a really great place for kids to play high school football. Oh yeah, they they really did it up for us over there. They've uh, the last couple of years they've. Uh, uh, renovated a couple of the stadiums around there, Custer, Historic South, even upgraded Pulaski, and then we have the new one out at Benson. Uh, uh, I got the job just before the pandemic, so I've o- I've only been able to visit maybe once or, t- or twice only, so haven't had a chance to coach in the venue yet. I've toured it once, like I said, but uh, just chomping at the bit. I mean, I'm looking to – can't wait to get out there and get it, get it going over there. Yep. Oh, I bet. Hey, Tom, if, if uh, and I know that you talk to these guys a lot and, and you've, your phone has always been open for, for, for young coaches to call and ask advice. And I love that about you. If, if uh, you could sit down with Greg Love from Vincent and Sam Logie from Oconomowoc, what would be three or four things that you would say to these guys? Hey, look, you know, these are some things that you just have to pay special attention to. Well, fortunately for me, I, I you know, I, I know both Greg and Sal very well. They're, they're friends of mine, and I've known them for a while. And, and we've actually, um, I've had the opportunity to talk football with both of them in the past. And, and I think what bodes well for, for both the Vincent and the O'Connor is the fact that, you know, Greg, this is his first head job. This is actually Sal's second. Um, he was the head coach at Brookfield East. I, I took over. Uh, Brookfield right. East when when Sale um, went over the Brookfield Central, um, and you know they've been part of very very successful, full programs. Um, Greg Love has been on I don't know how many conference championship teams in his his uh, tenure as as a coach in in the city and and boy I mean Sale's coached in state championship games with with Arrowhead so. Um, both schools did well in getting coaches with experience. And, uh, you know, I, I would say this, you know, to, if, if it's just sort of a general sort of uh, piece of advice, 
you know, is just stay on top of things. Don't let things get away. You know, deal with it when it happens, and uh, you know, have open lines of communication with players and parents, and especially well, administrators. You that's have to great. know what's going on. That's really good advice, Sal. Before we get to a break, um, the 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 difference. Do you, if you could look into the future, I guess the difference between you being the head football coach at Brookfield East years ago, to 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 you now at Oconomowoc, what what do you think the differences will be within, within you as far as being a head coach? I think I think you, you just take a lot of the things you learn the first time, um, and obviously when I was younger, and 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 you look at the things you did well, and you look at kind of the mistakes you made and things like that, and you just you know it's just an experience thing, and and a lot of it comes with more so than the X's and O's of football, but just, you know, working within the community and within, with the, uh, you know, parents and administration is the biggest thing I've really learned. Um, and, uh, you know, I just take that going forward. Boy, that's, that's good. You, you know, I, I'm hoping coach love that, you know, three, four years from now, when we talk about, you know, coach Waz and we talk about coach Wagner, um, as far as, the, the best coaches, not only in the city, but in southeast Wisconsin, that Coach Greg Love's name gets thrown in there as well. Well, that, that's the plan. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more of a team player. So, I mean, um, I'm just looking. My staff, I want my staff, and I'll defer to my staff as far as any kind of accolades or, or recognition, and I, I probably should. My top four guys have all been head coaches in this in this state, and uh, one is even a Hall of Famer. So, uh, you know, the brothers Betcher, Simon, uh, and Scornica. I yeah. mean, I'll, I'll 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 put my staff up against uh, against any around. So I've I'll, I've been asking questions for twenty plus years, and I'll continue to pick pick brains. I mean, I was picking Coach Little's brain yesterday. I mean, I I'm a I'm a teacher and a coach at heart, so I ask questions and I. I take notes and I and I listen. So, you know that that's my plan moving forward. As far as like any kind of accolades, three four years from now, I hope they're talking about my staff and not just me as a head coach. Hey, Greg, last question, real quick. Are you a Milwaukee guy, and did you go to um, uh, MPS? Yeah, I'm a '87 graduate of Custer High School. Yep. Boy, that's awesome. A good, yeah. You know, you can come home and do great things. He is Coach Greg Love. We're going to keep these guys for one more segment. Uh, Sal Logie, head football coach at Oconomowoc High School. Greg Love, head football coach at Vincent. Uh, We'll continue our conversation with them on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGiver. My co-host is Tom Swiddle, the associate head coach at Heartland Arrowhead. Our special guest, first-year head coach Greg Love at Vincent. Second time he's been a head coach, but he's out of Oconomowoc now, Sal Logie. And uh, Coach Swiddle, these, I'm not sure that conferences are all doing the same and what they're able to do within their conference right now if each conference uh, makes their own direction. But uh, do you know with, with, uh, with Sal and certainly with, with Greg Love what they're able to do right now in their conferences? 
Well, I was going to ask that question. I was on a statewide Zoom meeting on Tuesday night, and I was amazed. There was about on this thing, and I was just amazed at the difference between schools, what they're able to do and not able to do, and and you know, it might not even be conference wide. It's more like what county you live in, you know. Wow. So I'm wondering, um, you know, I'd like to ask the question of, of both uh, Greg and and Sal, and perhaps we'll start. You know, here you are, a first-year head coach. You've got this COVID-19 stuff going on. Um, what have you been able to do thus far, Greg? And, and what haven't you, maybe a more important question, is what haven't you been able to do that you would have liked to have accomplished by now due to the circumstances surrounding what you can do in the city of Milwaukee? Yep, obviously, uh, great question. Um, honestly, to be honest with you, Tom, I, I, I'm not able to do much. I got the job. The Tuesday before uh, that Monday uh, of the shutdown, so wow. I had a quick meeting with my boys. Was able to meet, uh, just have a quick informational meeting, and that's actually it. I've had a couple of Zoom meetings with my guys. I've just been meeting with my coordinators um, almost on a uh, daily basis via either phone or or virtually on a uh, uh, on a Google Meet, but. I'm honestly not able to do much. We can't work out. We, the faci- our facilities are closed. We can't, we can't gather, uh, not even socially. We can't do anything with our kids. So I'm in a holding pattern right now. I understand. I'm not, um, I'm not uh, poo-pooing any types of decisions that they're making. I'm just ready to get the word, and whenever I get it, we'll hit the ground, and we'll be ready to go. And that's really all we can do. I've had the opportunity, Greg, to talk to a couple other uh, city conference coaches, and there has been some frustration at the lack of information that has been shared. Have you gotten anything recently that that might uh, at least let you know what you're going to be able to do and when you're going to be able to do it? Uh, you know, I'm relying on um, on um, on um, people above my pay grade, Tommy. So uh, my, when my AD gives. Uh, myself and my coaching staff, the uh, the all the ready to all systems to go. Then we'll we'll get after it. Until then, uh, I I understand this is this is tough. This is unprecedented. So I'm not going to uh, to uh, maybe bite the heads off of persons uh, making these decisions. Coach, I'm just gonna uh, stand pat, and whenever we get the the, the, the goal, we'll be ready to go. My staff, we're, we're ready to go. We're ready to install. We're ready to to get after it. But, again, uh, I'm not here to – I'm frustrated. Am I frustrated? Big time. My, are my kids frustrated? Totally. But I understand this is, this is unprecedented. So I'll just sit around and I'll wait until they give us this, the, the go-ahead and then we'll get after it. He is uh, great. Well, same that. question for you. How, how are – how are things out at Oconomowoc? What what are some of the things that that you're doing right now, uh, you know, in in terms of trying to you know keep your kids involved in football? Yeah, really similar to Coach Love. Um, I took the job also in uh, about three weeks into the pandemic, I guess. And uh, you know, lucky for me is, is I've been at the school for three years and retained the entire staff, and I've been with my offensive coordinator Mike Boyerschaller for the last seven years. So we've had good camaraderie that way. Um, as far as with the kids, you know, it started off with, you know, a couple of Zoom meetings, um, and obviously it helped being familiar with everybody. 
um, we have had a couple weeks where uh, we've had workouts, uh, but just you know, ten at a time. So not not you know not the you know entire weight room or weight room process and things like that. And and we're kind of also just in that holding pattern. It's one of those deals where you you know you kind of hear something different every day as to what's going to occur or what's going to happen. And you know we we just tell our kids you know just to remain be ready. Um, and, and whichever direction this thing goes, because as Coach Love said, it's unprecedented. Nobody has any experience with it. So we're kind of uh, in that same holding pattern, I guess, so to speak. He is uh, Sal Logie, the head coach at Oconomowoc High School. Greg Love, head football coach at Vincent. Tom, did that surprise you that even like school to school, things are different um, rather than you know either county or school district or conferences? You know, it, it, it seems to me that the, 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 the smaller you break it down, the harder it's going to be to make to have somebody step up and make a final decision. Right. And, and I think both Greg and Sal alluded to this. And I know it's the same way for us at Arrowhead. We're you know, we're just we have to wait for somebody to give us direction. And and and, uh, and, and there has been direction. You know, I'm not saying there's been a lack of that at all. And, you know, when we're you know, we'll, we'll do more. And uh, but what I found in this Zoom meeting that I participated in uh, this past Tuesday was that there are some schools that are doing absolutely nothing, and then there's other schools who are, you know, having um, workouts in which uh, you know a lot of the team is grouped together, you know, that kind of thing. But you know that it, it just it seems like there are some schools that you know, going into the season could be at a competitive disadvantage compared to others. And it all has to do with your health department and what you're allowed to do. So, you know, and everybody's waiting for the WIAA to make a decision. Who knows that'll happen? I know the Board of Control is meeting on Monday um, for the WIAA, and I'm hoping that after that meeting there might be um, more information giving, like these are our alternative plans and, and so on and so forth. But yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of a tougher situation to come in, uh, you know, to a program than right now. And, and yep. it's, you know, you're eager to go and you want to implement your stuff and you really can't. So I, I commend both Greg and Sal for, for what they're taking on here. Well, I'll tell you this, that, you know, three, four years from now, when we will have these guys on and we'll talk about, you remember we had you on during, you know, COVID-19 and, and that was the most difficult thing. Things are, things got to be a lot easier now than, than then. And, and certainly for Greg Love over at Vincent, you know, you can hear the frustration. He's a patient man and he'll wait until he gets the approval to get going, but he would like to get that call sooner than later. Uh, Coach Love, thank you so much for your time. I look forward to meeting you in person. Um, good luck as this gets going. Good luck at Milwaukee Vincent. Um, Sal Logie, thank you so much for your time. Good luck out at Oconomowoc. And again, you guys are going to be coaching against some of the best coaches in Southeast Wisconsin uh, in your conferences. And, and I wish you guys good luck. And, and uh, be, pa be patient and uh, get your kids ready to go. And as soon as they give you the okay, uh, let's get after it. Uh, Coach Love, thank you. Uh, Big Mike, Tommy, I appreciate it anytime. Thanks for having me on, boys. Yeah, you bet it. Sal, thank you very much, man. It's good to talk to you. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for having me on, guys.
you got to we're going to get to a break other side of the break uh bsn is a big corporate sponsor of the wfca and uh, we're going to thank them and talk to them a little bit about some of the things that they're doing um during covid19 and and on uh on Twitter, uh, looking at our guest uh, Twitter feed, there are some things that they've adjusted. And some of the things I think that they're making and creating now is something that I think Eric never thought they were going to be doing. But what the heck, they're, uh, they're doing great things for schools and student athletes. And we'll talk with him on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save. Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern, and my co-host is Tom Swiddle, Associate Head Coach at Heartland Arrowhead, past president of the WFCA. He's also a WFCA Hall of Fame member, and uh, Tom you know, we can't do shows like this, and WFCA can't survive with without really good corporate partners. And uh, BSN is a good corporate sponsor and a partner of the WFCA. They certainly are. We, we've had a great relationship with BSN for a number of years. Uh, they're a great partner, and because of of them being a corporate sponsor of ours, we're able to do a lot of things that we otherwise would not be able to do. And to, to get more information, as we talk to Eric Speltz, who is the Wisconsin rep for BSN, if you want to know more about what they do, bsnsports.com. bsnsports.com. Um, Eric, how are you doing today? I'm great, guys. How are you? Man, well, I'm good, and, and Swiddle sounds good, so I think he's doing pretty good. Um, hey, I, I'm on your, your Twitter page, and it's interesting. Um, uh, Eric, when, when I look at some of the things BSN Sports is doing, and I see that, you know, you guys have the, the, the stickers, easy to install. The, some of the things that you're doing for schools, getting ready to social distance, I can't imagine six months ago if I said, hey, you, you guys should get into this market and start selling these that you would have thought I was out of my mind, right? Yeah, it was it was not on the radar in the least bit. If you'd have said uh, January, February, when we were getting off to a, a great start to 2020, that we would be doing uh, social distancing uh, signage and masks as, as probably our, our primary uh, activity oh, here man. in July, I, I wouldn't have believed you. Well, what I love about it, and, and if you are a school administrator, an athletic director, a coach, that that wants to look into this because they these decals they have them in in your school colors mascot ready to install uh, easy to install excuse me a great solution for the floors walls windows and you can contact um, Eric if you're a Wisconsin guy uh, to to get more information but I I just think man you guys obviously jumped into this pretty quickly with the idea of look not only can we make these look good um, but we can continue to work hand-in-hand with all the schools throughout the country, and especially here in the state of Wisconsin, to make sure that they're ready to go once those doors open. Yeah, absolutely. You know, our our mission has always been to to do things, to provide services and products to help coaches and schools uh, make their school environments, their athletic environments uh, better for their student-athletes. And so, we, we, this is no different. We, we have had to pivot. We've had to adjust to, to these times. And, 
and uh, and this is no different. We saw this as a way to be able to help our schools uh, get back, to help our our student you know, get back to athletics, get back to in the classroom, and 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 so we we did we did try to pivot fairly quickly. I would say to 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 get this up and rolling fairly fast, but we also really tried to focus on providing something that was going to be a really high quality and that they could really count on when they come back to school. So it's just another way for us to kind of continue to, to follow that mission that we have, uh, whether it's with sporting goods and, and now with these, these new types of products. You can Eric. follow Eric. Hold on time real quick. Yep. You can follow Eric on Twitter. It's at two, the number three Nike guy. At 2TWO, the number three Nike guy. And what I like about his Twitter page, he's got some, some stuff about BSN. He's got some work stuff. And you know what? He's a proud father, which is really cool to me. I, I enjoy that a lot when you get to, to, to see that kind of combination of a guy that cares yeah. a lot about what he does for a living and then his family is, as well. Tom? Yeah, I just wanted to ask Eric, have you, have you found um... – you know, the, the number of schools, ordering of products, has it fallen way off for you at BSN? Um, well, it, it, it's changed. You know, it, it goes in cycles. Obviously, when, when, when March and, and everything started to shut down, just like everybody else, we saw everything just kind of came to a, a, a screeching halt. And, and so, you know, we've had to, had to fight through that situation, I think, just like anybody out there. Um, you know, it's cycled back up and things have picked back up here in, in the summer. I think there's a determination uh, among coaches and, and, and people out there that to, to, to continue to keep that hope alive that, that athletics are going to go forward, that we're going to find a way to, to keep moving things forward here in the future. And so, uh, you know, it's picked back up again, but at the same time, we're, we're, we're continuing to be uh, keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on and, and expecting anything and, and we're kind of preparing for anything as we go. So yeah, it's, it's affected our business certainly. Um, but at the same time, we're, we're pretty well prepared to, to, to handle whatever happens, uh, from a supply chain standpoint, uh, you know, whatever, whatever form athletics takes this fall, uh, we'll be ready to, ready to react to it for sure. Certainly we have a lot of coaches, both uh, high school and youth coaches, that listen to this show. Um, you know, they're going to get on your website. They're going to look at these products. If they were to order these things now, um, when do you think they would get them? Yeah. Well, when, that's, a, that's a really good question. You put me on the spot a little bit with that. You know, obviously with the, the quick move into the products like social media, social distancing signage and, and masks specifically, uh, there's been a huge volume that's come in. Uh, early on. And so I would say the sooner that, that if, if coaches, if schools are in need of these products, they, they're going to want to get on them soon. They're going to want to get on them as soon as possible. The start of school is coming. And, and, uh, and, and as we fill up our, 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 where our, uh, our production facilities to get these things done, it, it, it has, we have seen some stretches in those and the turnaround time for that a little bit. And as, as can be expected. And, and, in addition to that, the the unpredictable nature of everything right now too. You you just never know right. when a location may be backed off or slowed down in terms of what they're allowed to do. So the sooner the better when it comes to fulfilling these needs. Um, and at the same time, you know, we try to really just communicate and let people know exactly where things are at as much as we can. And and uh, and we find that this you know that that everyone is is willing to be flexible with an understanding with how the how the time frame works. But school's coming fast, so so we need to move fast certainly on on this type of stuff. 
he is Eric Spelt. He handles the state of Wisconsin for BSN. Again, a true partner and a really good corporate sponsor for the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association. And you can go to their website, bsnsports.com. BSNSports.com, and look, they've got free coaching clinic webinars that are on. They've got at-home training equipment. They they just they are a one-stop shop. They've got catalogs and and a lot of different uh, school art and uniforms. Pretty much everything you would look for as far as uniforms and equipment and footwear and apparel. And then follow Eric on uh, on Twitter. And I can tell you that it's uh, at the, that at two TWO number three Nike guy, and go to the May twelfth um, that one that he had retweeted. My favorite line on all of this is he's doing drills with his daughter Sarah, and she says, <laughs> "My dad is quicker than he looks inside of five yards." And I'm telling you, Eric, I'm watching this thing over and over again. And by the last one, I see your hands on your knees. You're thinking, okay, I'm, I'm done. But, man, what a good drill. And to watch you doing soccer drills with your daughter, Sarah, for me, just, man, I, I love watching this thing. And some of the things that she's doing with footwork in her driveway. But that line on your Twitter page, my dad is quicker than he looks inside of five yards. Yeah. I just, yeah, I yeah. love that. She, 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 she gave me a, a backhanded compliment, I think, there a little bit. But, but you know, and, and, and I think that says a lot. You know, I, I want to make this last plug, too, for our team in Wisconsin. Uh, we've got about, about 35 uh, team sales pros and then a number of other different types of sales pros that, that work out of Wisconsin. Um, and so we are on the ground all over the place. I'm going to put one more Twitter plug in, if I could. Uh, our sure. BSN Sports Wisconsin Twitter, if it's okay to say, at uh, BSN Sports underscore WI. Is our BSN Wisconsin Twitter. Give them a follow too, certainly. And and um, and yeah, I appreciate that. You know, we got lots of parents like myself that are looking at all this stuff too, not just from the business standpoint. And uh, and we're, we got we appreciate uh, appreciate it all. Eric, thank you so much. Hey Tom, great show. I really appreciate uh, your flexibility being on the app, being on your phone. Uh, really good job today. It was a phenomenal show. And Eric Spells, thank you again for the corporate sponsorship to the WFCA. Guys, have a great weekend. Uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 